who are these podcasts, they do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Joe, a little more energy here. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that doesn't understand why jokes that are purposely unfunny are ironically funny. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Andy's brother, Joe. Hey, good to be back, Carl. All my, all my fans have been wondering where I've been. That's so. the only tweets we get, is I, where's uh, Joe? I'm glad to be over back. Over and over Bring again. all the charisma back to the show. I'd like to remind our listeners that you can visit us at whoarethese.com. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail.com. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit on us in the comments section. We have a lot of new reviews to go over. Mm-hmm. We My have, favorite. We have uh, a lot of backlash from the Hollywood Handbook. Really? Podcast People that we have like to go show? through. Yeah. Dude, the fans of Hollywood Handbook brutal. are not fans of ours. So we'll be going over all of that. But before that, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Congratulations with Chris D'Elia. Speaking of uh, backlash. This was a suggestion that came in from a listener named G.Y. Joe and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand, even though we wanted to. (laughs) We wanted to get into it. Now's the time. We've held off long enough. So this is a podcast with a stand-up comedian, very well known, starred in sitcoms. He's a celebrity. Yeah. And he sits in front of a camera and does the show by himself. Did you watch it on video or I did watched you just the, watch the pod or listen to the pod? I started watching it on video last week when mm-hmm. we picked this show, but for the purpose of actually listening to the show and pulling clips, I just listened to it. Yeah, I, I listened to it just because I was working, so I just listened to it. But yeah. then I was like, I got to go back and wa- at least watch. I watched a little bit of a different episode because okay. I'm like, I got to figure out what's actually occurring here. Um, what did you figure out? What is occurring here? Uh, he's putting in the most minimal effort. They throw him in a corner and on a single camera, and it's just, you're looking at him for an hour. I don't get it. He has a mobile app that you can download to watch it live. Yeah, I didn't understand that Just watch my show live. Right. Because there's a mobile app. The problem with him having a live show is that there's a ton of dead air. Yeah. (laughs) It's garbage. Yeah, yeah, all right. Let me play you the clip that sums up the show for me. Yeah. This is a little bit, a little ways into the show. He's coming back from a bed of live reads. Mm -hmm. He does like three or four commercials in a row. And now he's going to come back into his show. And just for the purpose of today's podcast, Joe, I'm just going to hold my finger up. Mm -hmm. If I'm holding my finger up, it means it's still going. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. So don't start talking. There's so much dead air, it's hard to tell. Right. That it's still going. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this clip. Um, I just think, uh, you know, I just think that, I just think that you got to figure out the way you figure it out. It's all right, dude. Who cares? It's my fucking computer. I'll get an email. It reminds me of the bit I did on my fucking new special coming out. I, I wonder what I'm going to call it. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet on Netflix. They want me to fucking title it. Oh, man. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Yes, Bonnie, you are 100% correct. Uh, I, I mean, 
well, I know that clip overlap, you know, is always a problem. Yes. But I think, like, we will address similar topics. I, I For my summary of the show, I said sometimes the end of the show can, you know, just do is everything. You know, so my, the end is the summary of the show. Uh, put a bullet in it is my clip one. Um, I don't know. But that's it, man. I don't really have too much fucking other shit to talk about. I don't know. I guess that's about it. We got, is this up? Are we ready to do these? Uh, I'm glad you pulled that clip. <laughs> I didn't because at that point I was so bored with the Fucking dead air and nothingness. I'm it, like, I got enough. It just. I have enough examples. It sums this. it up. I mean, it really sums up the whole show. Really. Well, let me play for you. He starts talking about Family Guy, and I'm. I do want to say this. I want to say this early and often. Doing a show by yourself is hard. I, I, I would not. I don't do get it. it. I don't know. Why. I wouldn't do it. I don't know. Okay. Can we back up just a little bit? I, want, I don't know. Did we even I, go forward yet? Where are we backing up? Yeah, there? I know. I, I know, but I want I want to set it up just a little okay. bit. Okay. So I, I guess for people who don't know who Chris D'Elia is. Oh, okay. Uh, right? So we have to go back just a little bit. They know so, WATP, but they don't know Chris D'Elia. I like, maybe, the, I like the way you think, Joe. Maybe. Maybe. Chris D'Elia is an actor, comedian, um, and a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, wow. And, He's two uh, of those things. Uh so I liked him. You guys mentioned like uh, Whitney, uh, which is where I first saw him. That's and I, I first and I like Whitney. I watched Whitney with my wife. I liked it. Okay. Undateable. It was another show that he was on. Mm-hmm. The thing about that I liked about Undateable, and I don't think that Chris D'Elia is the the one I would give credit to this, but they made a very conscious effort to to do live shows and and, and right. went out of their way to make sure you knew it was live. I read that on their wiki page that yeah. they switched to doing live shows. I don't watch any primetime television. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do. I watch it on Hulu. But I, I, I mean, that's not the point. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't yeah, know how you yeah. watch sitcoms. But so, it's fucking garbage. Yeah. It's for middle America. But so they for would, dummies. They, they, it, it was very interesting, at least this live thing. They would do like flashback. And, and then, and, and then like somebody would have to like run yeah. into another part of the studio okay. and then come running back in. And at least there, there was effort. Mm-hmm. There was effort there. And I respected the effort. Okay. Um, I understand that. I watched both of his Netflix specials in preparation. Good, for this. you did. I did. See, I, I was he was telling my friend last night. Joe will do more prep for this show than I will. And I think you're the only host that comes on more prepared than I am. I've never seen this guy tell a joke on stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I am a huge fan of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I go see comedians all the time. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in this guy. I've yeah. never seen him tell a joke. Right. Is he a funny stand-up comedian? It is... My, it's not my cup of tea specifically. And okay. what I was very conscious of doing here is I did not want to come on here and be like, he's not funny. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything of that. I, I, for I me, assume he's a good standup. It, it, I, I'm assuming that because he's very famous. What it is, is he's a fast talker. It, it remi- it's reminiscent of Robin Williams, who Oof. I also was not a huge fan of. But it's like very manic yeah. and high energy. Okay. Reminds me of Dane Cook. Reminds me of oh, Robin man. Williams, man, just, and then the unfunniness. And then is just he does he over does here. a lot of kind of like these like stances and like voices and uh, stuff, and so also reminding me a little of George Carlin. But 
All right, Joe, I know this is the Joe show, and I apologize that I'm co-hosting with you this anyway, week. Anyway. But I want to get into this, this thing where you start talking about Family Guy. Yeah, go ahead. Because you cut me off to talk about you watching Netflix. Okay, okay. I need, to, I need to back up your backup. I want you to know that I'm not coming on here to just crush him. Nobody you know, or, is. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not the goal of WATP. Right. We give. I don't hate Chris D'Elia. I don't either. Yeah. His podcast is garbage, though. Mm-hmm. He starts talking about Family Guy, and he, and he sets this up. Dude, I was watching Family Guy the other night. It's so funny. It's it's act. Family Guy's the funniest show on TV. I, I I thought it was maybe Alone Together. That show's so fucking funny. But dude, Family Guy is so funny, man. Nope. Okay, so he sets this up. He says Family Guy is the funniest show on TV. And a lot of people like Family Guy, myself included. You think he's going to talk about, they did this bit where Stewie said to Brian, you know, you think he's going to like get into why it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So this is him elaborating on Family Guy being so funny. The jokes that they have, it's like, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. They never stop joking, dude. Okay. All right. Well, I've, I've seen Family Guy. I've seen a lot of episodes. I, I know that. Mm. What is it specifically about Family Guy that's so funny, Chris? Can you help us out here and let us know why you like this show so much? Family Guy, dude. God, I watched this episode. Ah, fucking, it's so funny. When Peter Griffin is the funniest character on TV in, in history, dude. His stupid laugh and his fucking... I can't... Dude, I have the worst memory of all time. I have a, the worst. I have the worst memory of all time. I forget what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it. We're gonna get on this fucking podcast, though, dude. Um, we're gonna get on this podcast. That was his wrap up on the Family Guy saga. <laughs> the the character on there is really funny. I really enjoy that show. That's not a podcast. <laughs> this is my problem with this podcast. He sets up these premises that never pay off. There's mm-hmm. no punchlines. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever pays off on this show. He just brings shit up that no one can relate to, is uninteresting, and then he doesn't go anywhere with it. Yeah, you knocked out two of my clips Sorry. on that. No, no, it's fine. But, like, the dead air there is crazy. It's so crazy. the other thing that is brought up here, he said, "Funny Family Guy is the funniest show on TV. Yeah. I thought it was alone together. Yeah. I'm like, oh, alone together. Never heard of it. Uh, I don't know. Funniest show either. on TV. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, I'll go find. I'll go find it. Okay. I, I watched the first two episodes. Holy together. shit, Joe! He said it. He said one thing, and you've watched episodes of this. Your te- prep is amazing. Te- well, if you say it's the funniest show on TV, I want to find out. Right. And by the way, Rick and Morty is the funniest show on TV. Correct. <laughs> um, I want to but, point out, so, I, I wasn't going to get into on. this yet, Joe. Hang, hang on, Carl. Let me finish what I was saying, though. Alone together, 10 minutes in, who's on Alone Together? Crystalia? Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's, it's just a self-plug. That's all this is. So he's just plugging himself. That's his hilarious. podcast is all a money grab for advertising, plugging his tours. Hold on. I know. I know. You got a lot to say. <laughs> There's a review that came in on August 29th from Craig K. I'm going to get into the reviews later, but you saying this just triggered me. Unfunny, one star, and then he writes, lazy too. Lazy? Joe is fucking watching a shitty sitcom just because this guy brought it up real quick during his show. You tell me that's fucking lazy? I mean, we're not Joe Rogan, but give us some credit on that front. 
I, yeah, I, I'm doing my research. You are, man. You are, you are putting in the prep. I love it. Let's just run through my, my two, through, two through five. Okay. They're quick, I think. A lot of times I like slamming people online if they say negative stuff about me. You know, I'll search my name even, not just the tags, and I'll slam them back because I have a great day doing it because, you know, because it's fun for me. Okay, hang on one second. Mm-hmm. You've taken your fair share of shit doing this podcast, so I don't think that you're unaware that people might be trying to set us up for essentially an attack. I'm going to set Carl up to get in a Twitter war with mm-hmm. Chris D'Elia. You know, so he is kind of like notoriously, a lot of what I've seen, he's just like, I love doing that. I love going on Twitter, searching myself, and then attacking the people that attack me. I hate it. Yeah. These fucking idiots out there, I don't know why tattletales get off on this thing. (laughs) There's some guy. I find it anyway. There's some guy or gal in our hometown of Rochester who's sending clips to Brother Weez and getting him all pissed off at me. <laughs> it's like, did you know what this guy was saying about you, Weez? Like, nobody would have known about this. And now I gotta, now I'm supposed to go on a show with Weez and debate him about shit? Don't, like, don't why is everyone a tattletale? Just wait him out, he'll Just kick. enjoy the show! Yeah, it's true. I can <laughs> anyway, okay. so I think this is somebody's attempt to fucking yeah. set us up, but who gives a fuck anyway? Because, you know, because play three. The only thing I stand for is, like, say what you want in a funny way. And, like, don't be offended. Mm-hmm. If you're offended, then that's your problem. All right. I'm down with that. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Four sounds like our mission statement. I complain in a funny way. That's what I do. Correct. And then five I agreed with. But all I want to do is fucking laugh, man. All I want to do is laugh. Okay. So I, so I liked all that. So all of that to just be like, he's saying a lot of things that I agree with here. And then... So we, we kind of talked about, I said, like, Robin Williams and things like that to me. This is, six is... You're, like, reading through your notes. You go, oh, see, I said Robin Williams. I mentioned this. I came prepared, Carl. <laughs> yes, you did. So six to me sums... If, if you don't know, if you've never seen his stand-up, like yeah, you haven't. I haven't. And if, or if you're unfamiliar, six epitomizes okay. who he is, in my opinion. Dude, when they bring Cholula or Tapatillo, even though you ask... For fucking Tabasco, and they bring tapatijach, dude. That's bullshit. Tapatijach. I don't want fucking tapatillo because I asked for, I asked for, uh, uh, what do you call it? The fucking Tabasco, dude. <laughs> is that what his so, stand-up is like? That that over enunciation on the words that yeah, repetitiveness that, that's what's he's like very repetitive he's just like i'm gonna wear this shit out i'm gonna wear it out till you're sick of it and then i'm gonna wear it out until it's funny again or that's the idea no wonder he likes family guy yeah and and you know what sometimes it works you know i've mm-hmm. actually been like humming a little like some of his bits and shit like he does this thing on cubans at one point that i found funny um well, you are a racist. I can see why you would enjoy that. <laughs> well, there's, I have there's to say, before shit, we that... get off of that Tabasco thing, yeah. Tabasco sauce is the world's worst hot sauce. It's red-colored vinegar. Yeah. It's not hot sauce. Mm-hmm. There's nothing hot about it. <laughs> there's nothing flavorful about it. It's fucking garbage. And this guy goes off on this rant talking about one of my favorite hot sauces, Cholula. Yeah. Oh, it's not, uh, th- these people bring me Cholula. I want Tabasco. Then you're an asshole. Can I admit, you're the idiot. Can I admit something to you, Carl? Oh, no. So 
your wedding, you gave away Cholula. I did. I filled my fucking pockets with Cholula. Was there any Good. left? Was there any left? No! <laughs> that was our wedding favor, was Cholula I sauce. got whiskey drunk, filled my pockets with Cholula, and went home and fell down the stairs. <laughs> I did the same thing after my wedding, so that's good. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand that whole rant that he goes on. I understand you want what you want and don't bring me something else. I understand that. Can I talk about the fact that this guy, I call this track Hot Takes. <laughs> because what this guy does is he sets up things. This is like Chris D'Elia's Hot Takes. Yeah. He sets up all these things that no one can relate to and has zero payoff. Well, he's and I going together, through his phone, right? Is that what he's doing? I I, I, I must. Didn't I didn't watch the video, video things. But it I, didn't I seem swear, like he had any notes. I swear he's like, this. you know what he's doing? What is he doing? He's doing another hour, Carl. Ah, exactly! <laughs> this is all It's just him. nothing. It's just the, nothing. He's, I feel like this is setups to like future bits, and maybe it'll Correct. work, and maybe it won't. That's what it seems yeah. like to me. It, yeah. it sounds like he's coming up with the premises yeah. that will one day maybe get into his act, right. but he has no payoff for them. Right. So this is a compilation I put together of just the randomness of... Crystalia's hot takes. I like Tabasco sauce, dude. But dude, Family Guy is so funny, man. You know what I was thinking about? Actually, you know who would win for to to win? Who would win presidency? Who would win the fucking presidency if he ran? Is Joe Rogan, dude? Here's you know what movie I never want to go see? Any movie that where there's too much brown in it. I feel like color really took off in like the fucking sixties. Oh man, I knew a guy that looked like Beethoven once, and it was fucking all I could think of. Michael Douglas looks so much like my grandma Carmela in that fucking movie. It's unreal, dude. I don't like basketball. I don't like I, I, I don't like anything for me that distracts me from being myself, right? We all want what we want, but we don't want what we don't want, dude. <laughs> I fucking this is the shit I think about all day. All day, I'll spend fucking 20 minutes thinking about how I could get a grandma in a Vin Diesel movie and have Vin Diesel not be in it. All day, bro. Th that's the podcast in a nutshell. Well, yeah. You've tagged... Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I mean, know, that's pretty much every I, topic in the show. I yeah. know I picked up on a lot of things. We can go back you, and You skip Little those. Wayne. <laughs> yeah, we can go back and revisit some of those things. Yeah, yeah. But I just had to put together that compilation because that's what the show is. It's premise. just random thoughts. Premise, premise. Premise, 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 premise. It would be nice. And unfulfilled, like not, not fleshed out. Right. Yeah. And I want to point out that doing a show by yourself, very difficult. I don't, I don't yeah. recommend it. No. You know who can do it? Bill Burr. Mm. This guy sounds like Bill Burr without mm. the Boston accent. He kind of has the same cadence mm -hmm. to the way he goes. The difference is Bill Burr has payoffs. I have a quick example. Mm -hmm. This is from a recent Bill Burr show. He just gets off on this thing about getting married multiple times. He does a quick Google search on the fly and finds out who's been married the most and just starts riffing on it. American grandmother Linda Wolf has become the most married woman in the world. I'm surprised she's not a great-grandmother. All that cock going into her, huh? After walking down the aisle 23 times and is now on the lookout for number 24, Mrs. Wolf, 68, is included in the Guinness Book of World Records for the dubious honor of being wed more times than anyone else alive. She, she must be the first time you're like, hey, could you not put your shoes here? Uh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I'm out of here. It's over. <laughs> Are you listening, Crystalia? That's how you pay something off. You're talking about it, and then, like, here's the joke. Here, you want, here's a great set. My seven is a great setup. Okay. Oh, man, my, my aunt told me the funniest fucking story. 
No way. There's no way that happened. There's no way that happened. Because I haven't heard a single funny story. Uh, is, that my the, is that the boner story? Yes. Can I play that? This is him cracking himself up. It's not It's not funny, but he has to do this fake laugh on it. Like I said, though, I don't want to say that it's not funny. No, this some is ass- not funny. Some asshole thinks it's funny. Oh, I'm sure. Some asshole thinks Hollywood Handbook is funny. <laughs> There's assholes who think that's a sweet ween hat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't pick up on uh, that. Yeah, subtle. Well done. So this is him talking about he's hanging out with this when he was a kid with his friend or something. And this this is cousin, maybe, is younger than him. On the TV show, they use the word boner. He's like, Mom, what does boner mean? That's the setup. He, he said he walked through the kitchen and was like, well, Mom, all the blood's rushing to my penis. <laughs> Blood's rushing to my penis, mom. Oh fuck, dude! She told me this story. We were crying. I don't know how we didn't hear that story. Blood's rushing to my penis, mom. How funny is that, dude? Just little kids. All the blood's rushing to my penis. I, I would say it's not funny at all. <laughs> Those voices. Is... I didn't get a single chuckle from that story, <laughs> even though he repeated the punchline eight times. Yep. So that makes sense. That's what you're saying. That's mm-hmm. what he does. Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. say it's, something that's kind I, of funny. He'll say it eight more times. It's supposed to get funnier. Well, there's funnier. what? I mean, w- there's people who will do bit like, where they're like, this is the bit. We're going to do this bit. Whether it's a success or a failure, we've got four hours to fill. We're going to do the bit. Right. And even if it's failing... We're going to do it. And that, I feel like I'm like, this show does not have to be an hour. It does. Maybe it does Cut because those, he has a lot of commercials in there. Is that? So I think there are he does whatever garbage commercials at the selling. beginning, yeah. cur- commercials a half hour in, and then a commercials at the end and commercials at the end of the hour. I, I believe from listening to a lot of podcasts, yeah. it's like you can't do a commercial read for X amount of time before the next read. Or something like that. I don't that. think that's the case. I th- because it's I, I don't all, know. It's all promo codes and shit. They just make money if people buy stuff. Well, right. So I, I don't know why, but it's like this could this could benefit. The, okay, let's let jump to my fifteen real quick. Here's why he won't let anybody help him or tell him what to do on the show. He's they got something. Nev- one fire is like the guy recording the show or something. Like oh, I didn't somebody pick in the up background. On that. Okay. There's some dude there, okay. and yeah. this happens. They never stop joking, dude. What are you doing? It's fine. What? You hear what? Uh, an echo? Oh, God. Such a fucking... This chair is making noise like a fucking... An X-Men. Sonar. One fire is like, this chair is making noise. I can tell this chair is making noise. Worst X-Men ever dropped out of, of fucking Professor Xavier's school. Just like Professor Xavier's like, we don't really have much use for you. You just can hear chairs. He's like, I can hear yours. It moves. Um, yeah, who cares, man? Nobody's going to be able to tell at home that the chairs are Be more echoing. funny! <laughs> um, so, but, 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 so what was I talking about? Fucking, what was I talking about before you start moving chairs around, dude? One fire, you're fu- the dog threw up, you're moving the chair. 
dude. I'm trying to get on oh, shit, and I keep having to switch shit because he's just moving chairs around like a fucking lunatic. The one thing you and I talked about before we started recording, everything on the show was clippable. It's all garbage. It, it, I don't, I mean, the guy's just trying to help you. That was right? the stuff I clipped around to get to the family guy thing. Yeah. I took all that out. Right. And you put that in. It's totally clippable. Yeah. That should not be on a podcast. No, take it out. Take the, And the, the, the poor guy is just trying to be like, hey, there's weird noises. Yeah. Hey, That's let me help job. you. And you know what? This is the reason why he doesn't go. Uh, you know, maybe if we did this, you know, maybe here, maybe a billion things that could improve this would help because Crystal is just going to be like, ooh, you're a fucking dumbass, you know, like whatever. But not even in a funny way. No. If you complain in a funny way, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. But it just is not fun or funny in any. What I'm saying is let him help you, Chris. Let him help you. Also, play number nine. No ice policy. Here's a compilation of all the ice jingling. That's amazing. That's well done, Joe. <laughs> Props to you. Don't, don't do it. There is a ton of ice and drinking. Don't do it. Going on. And while you're putting together comps, I have one. Did you notice a certain crutch word that he has besides you know and is it like? Dude. It's dude. I called this compilation 69 dudes. Dude. Dude, 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 But it doesn't end there, Joe. It never ends there. Dude. 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 Dude, 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 dude. This show is just all dudes. <laughs> all the time. It is so And then he heavy. says the douchiest thing near the end that made me so uncomfortable. Somebody was like saying they didn't like my comedy because I was a fucking bro, which is actually um, prejudice because I'm, I'm so not a bro. If you know anything about me, like I'm so not a bro. I'm not a frat guy. I'm not, I mean, you guys all know this because you listen to me and you support me and I fucking love you for it. But like uh, an idiot would see me and be like, oh, that's fucking bro. He's a bro. I'm not. They're just saying that they're being prejudiced because I'm a tall, fucking long haired, broad shouldered motherfucker. Right. Okay. Ugh. 
We get it. You're woke. You're a feminist. We get it. You're not a bro. I don't. Meanwhile, I, you're saying dude and bro nonstop throughout your fucking show. I can see why someone would get that I impression. I just don't know because, I, like I said, I watched the, him interviewed on your mom's house about uh, okay. the Twitter war that he got in, and he's like very well, I don't much think, more like. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about that? Did you we? watched him interviewed on your mom's oh, house. I think you, we talked about it beforehand. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's much more like subdued and laid back and like in the cut and like participating in a group conversation. You put him here. I'm like, is this an act? Like, is yes. this a bit? It's like, a, he's turned act. on. He's do like this is his like. It's not stage. good. It's what he thinks people right. want. I feel. I agree. Yeah. It's not I, natural. I, I don't know. There's nothing natural. But, so, but sometimes it's like, okay, now you're by yourself. Maybe this is who you actually are. Or whatever, and it's just like you put like there's your professional that you like put out in front of people with people. When now this is you by yourself, and you can do whatever you want. I don't. I think this is a bit. I think. It, I think I, it is too. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't like it. But talk to somebody. Get a co-host and talk to them. Well, the other thing he should do, and I think we've touched on this a few times, have some notes. Have an idea of what you want to talk about and what the payoff is. His reading comprehension skills. Are terrible. Listen to this setup. <laughs> I was reading this story the, the other day about this guy. I, I forget what story it was, but he was um, he was he was um, he he did something against the law, and then he turned himself in. I was reading a story about a guy who did a thing. That's on a podcast. This is okay. This is perfect. The, <laughs> what like, the fuck? So this is where he loses me completely. Yeah. My, my uh, number thirteen. Okay. If you kill someone and they die and they don't know who it is, you don't turn yourself in because you fucking make that become cancer in you and you die a slow death. That's what happens, man. You were selfish enough to kill somebody. You don't get to be not selfish enough to tell somebody and admit it Wrong. and feel better about yourself because you absolved yourself and you started the, the road to, you know, whatever the fuck. Th there's not a single thing correct about that. Right. If you're a murderer, turn yourself in. You, you you don't keeping it to yourself and letting it eat you alive from the inside out. That is that's not that's not the punishment. Well, that's not how psychopaths work. That's, yes. When I was on, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was on Anthony Cumia's show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I heard that. When I was on, I haven't show, been here for a while. We were, but I think I heard. We were that. watching. We were watching a video of OJ, mm. and OJ was laughing, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm a felon," and he's fucking holding court with all these people. He's loving his life. Mm -hmm. OJ Simpson murdered two people. Well, high on cocaine, and he couldn't be having more fun right no, now. He doesn't so, care. So, Chris, that that's scenario that you right. just <laughs> does not play out the way that you hope it does. <laughs> Can I point out some more terrible observations? Sure. He he throws things out there that no one can relate to. As a matter of fact, you ever like meet two people that are two that are that like like look like each other, and then when you're not with them, you can't think of what one of them looks like because you keep thinking of the other one. What in the hell are you talking about? I, I don't relate to that in any way. Joe, you have a twin brother. Mm -hmm. I've never once even thought you guys looked the same. <laughs> Nor have I been like, I can't even picture this other guy now. You don't start thinking of Andy when you forget what I look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I only wish Andy was here. But I, don't, I don't forget what he looks like. <laughs> um, so fucking weird. So my 14 is another absurd premise that makes no sense. Girls love movies that take place in the 1930s or 1920s or 1910s. Or earlier than that, anytime earlier than that, or 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s even, 
And now 80s and 90s even, dude, because they love to fucking remember the time. 20th so, century so, would have would have been able to... You didn't have to say every decade. So anytime. <laughs> any chicks like movies time. that are set in any time. That's what chicks like. They like movies set in every single time possible. <laughs> Let me just let me just point out what times those are: the 1880s, the 1740s, the 1920s. Okay, period. We get it. Holy shit, we get it. You want to fill an hour? Yeah. Here's uh, you were talking about how he does live reads. Yeah. Right off the bat, starts the show with a live read, and he's not a good reader. Mm-hmm. I've already pointed out that his reading comprehension skills are poor. <laughs> he doesn't know what he read or what the point of it was. But listen to him actually read out loud in real time. It's adding features so you can only get... It's adding features you can only get from a bank and more than a few that you can't. <clears throat> Here's another example, and this is during the middle of the show when he does more live reads. Again, the dead air here is deafening. <laughs> you know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing. And you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only f- and the and the only fast thing that deliver are not what you're craving. Okay? Ah! I can't fucking take it. This <laughs> podcast is unlistenable. I I I have 3. I don't think we have to go through all of them, but I will just uh, I'll say there are 3. I call them He's like king of the segway. Okay. Do 10. Jesus, am I high? I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody tries to make something out of nothing. Dude, I was I was looking at Twitter at this Nicki Minaj thing. <sighs> yeah. Do, now do 11. Okay. Segway. Throw up is the vehicle for the broccoli. Um, it really uh, it really takes the flavor to another level. It, ac- it accents the flavor. I like Tabasco sauce, dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess do 12, I guess. Oh, okay, let's do reads here. This is episode 81, dude. What are we doing? I love you guys, dude. Me undies. Yeah. <laughs> that that is what this show is. It's seamless just transition. Seamless rambling. transition. <laughs> yeah, seamless. Here is more of Crystalia riffing. And Chris, write some notes down. Have something to say about what you're talking about. No, she's not. What is she, a lunatic? What is she, a fucking... I don't... The Twitter moments are just like... It's just like... It's like Aziz Ansari bought a sandwich. Here's one where he's (laughs) cracking himself up. He's proud of this line. Now... I'm not talking about the Lakers, the Celtics, the fucking Thundercats, or whatever the fuck these bullshit names are. Okay? He did the snort, which showed that that was a good line. Just so you guys know, (laughs) I said Lakers, Celtics, and then Thundercats, which is not an NBA team, but I find it to be a hilarious joke. At least he understands... The power of threes, unlike fucking Rich Voss, it would have just been like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Pelicans, the Wizards. I could talk about a lot of NBA teams, Bonnie. Um, since you you kind of brought that up, let do my uh, my sixteen. All right. 
I want to be the most me I can fucking possibly be at all times, dude. <sighs> and you want to play Frisbee? Fuck out of here. The whole premise of the show is called I'm Me. Yeah. Right? Is the name of this episode? Right. The whole thing is he's proud of who he is and he likes being him. He should be. Which is, yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's so uninteresting in every single way. I don't understand who's listening to this show or who would enjoy this. I checked out his Twitter. Yeah. And like the Congratulations Pod Twitter, yeah. his Twitter. Okay. I, I'm, like, I'm like, let's. Yeah, what's who's, going on? I'm like, who are the fans? Who are these? Who was listening to this? <laughs> yes. And I pull up some picture and it's a couple and they're like, we both have our headphones in and we press play at the exact same time so we can laugh at the same parts. Fuck you! <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> These people are insufferable, is what you're telling me. I, I'm like, great. Awesome. Oof. <laughs> this dude is fucking corny. I am not a fan of Chris You didn't give me the charisma rap report at the beginning when I said I was bringing the charisma back, Carl. I was disappointed. You're not charismatic. <laughs> Sorry. I'm That's not... what I was looking for. You're right. You were, in, you were in uh, intro mode. I was in intro mode, I man. Know, I should have waited. I have two That's different screens that I look at. One is the soundboard. One has my notes. Can't do both things at once. I'll, I am a single tasker. I've got one more clip here. Great. Um, 17. Let's just get it out Good, because I feel like we've said enough about this. Yeah. It's like, fucking hey, yeah. This show is so boring. So laughing, laughing. Me and the dude and the chick laughing so hard. So fucking hard. And then the girl goes like this. You want to play this game that me and my boyfriend play all the time? And we were like, what? And we started playing the game. The fun stopped. I can picture that. I can I picture can the picture fun it. stopping. I love that. He's like, around uh, Christina. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. But like God, for, God forbid somebody else tries to bring something to the table. Yes. God forbid somebody else took... He he reminds me of people I went to high school with who just had to be the center of the tension all oh, the time. Yeah. He it's even men- makes a quick mention. I didn't clip it. He makes a quick mention about how he was always in class, yeah. never late for school. And he goes, I was a card in the classroom. I was a cut up. I'm sure you thought you were hilarious, yeah. just like you do today. Yeah. I can't admit, you must have been insufferable. Why would I miss school? That's my audience. Right, exactly. I, who am I going to perform for you if I'm not at stage. school? I'm not going to be late for the exactly. for performance. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. This, you're not charismatic. There's promise in it. 81 episodes, that's not that many I feel like listen There's to listen, promise? listen to one fire. Show sure, you're looking like on the right side, the people bright like, side of this. People like it, do they? Don't they? I guess. I, I, I have found through my journey of podcast critiquing that there is an audience for every fucking thing. Yeah, out there. I could, I could record my wife snoring, which I have done before. I have it on my phone right now, <laughs> and I can put that out as a podcast. Someone would like it. Yeah. Someone would give it a five-star review on iTunes. Let me fine-tune this a little bit. So he has an audience. He's a famous professional comedian. He's selling out arenas. People are arenas. uh, Theaters. 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 Okay. Holy shit! Uh, I got got really upset for a second. On his way, man. I got like my my blood started boiling when you said like what? (laughs) Was he Kevin Hart? What the fuck? (laughs) What um? But what I'm what I'm saying is like people like it, and it's like I'm not like he said. I'm not offended by the show. But I feel like you're not doing it to the best of your ability. Oh, he's not You trying. have a fan base. Right. It's like, yes, you're, you're just sitting in front of a camera uh, in your workout clothes, drinking, going through your phone, talking about whatever. Yeah. 
it can, it can be better. Yeah, like it should be better. Give give your be audience who who are there to to listen to you. Uh, give them a little bit more. Even Rich Voss is like, do dude, it. do some prep work yeah. before you start doing a podcast. What the fuck? I, I, I think it's there. Like I said, I wasn't going to come out here and be like, it's not funny. He's not funny. Um, it's it's just, not funny. Polish it up. Polish it's not it up. funny. Polish it up. It wasn't a fun show to listen to. It was surprisingly bad. It was not fun to listen to. I, I Honestly, I got 15 minutes in and I was looking at the counter. I'm like, yep. how much how much is left of this? Yeah. You know, and, and and I wanted to like it. There, I did laugh at a couple of things throughout it. You did, yeah. Like what? Yeah. I don't. Give me one oh, example. The, uh, um, the make you're making me so mad thing that he beats into the ground. That's one of the things that, that was the stupidest story. I know, but I, I said, had a cousin who used to say you're making me so mad, and then my brother's doing homework, and I was saying that my brother was getting distracted. That was the story. The voice that he says it in was making me laugh, though. I Holy mean, like, it, but it, 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 he's an earworm guy. He's an earworm guy. Do you like the Brady Bunch by any chance? You think that's no. a funny show? You, Carl. <laughs> no. Pork chops and apple sauce. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. People like this show. Some people can like things, Carl. What, what, what? I had no idea. Carl, right, Carl surprise. I'm here to take you down. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Brother, we sent me to take you down. Speaking Carl. of which, I do have a ton of things to read. The comments people left on our website after we did the Hollywood Handbook podcast. It's amazing. That's a terrible show. I don't know what it's, who these people are. I don't know either. I mean, I wasn't on this show to talk about it. Before, uh, I listened to... Go ahead. It, it, it was terrible. And I was embarrassed for the Doughboys because I, I like that show. And to, to put them through that, I thought, was uh, embarrassing. Before I get into that, we do have a new segment on our show now where we come up with alternative names for the uh, podcast yeah, that yeah. we listen to. Yeah. Did you do your homework on this? No, but I can, I, if I'm good. Okay, you're, you're ready to go on <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. So I've been told by Twitter to stop doing this segment. It hasn't gone over well, but oh. I'm going to keep trying. Okay. We're going to keep trying this. Okay. So here are alternative titles to congratulations with Chris D'Elia. Uh My first one I have is Hot Takes with Stupid. Mine is Condolences. All right. How about this one? Uh, this American Life Should End. <laughs> How about Dead Air and Ice Cubes? Dead Air and Ice Cubes is definitely a much better description of the show. How about uh, One Dope? <laughs> I, I, I didn't come prepared for this. Two right, was my I, limit. I have one more. Um, from NPR, it's called Missing Brain. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We did a show a couple weeks ago reviewing this show called Hollywood Handbook. And I went into it. With an open mind, I thought it was going to be funny. It's very popular. It's on Earwolf. I, I like the Earwolf I was excited because I was like, oh, Doughboys, it'll be good. Doughboys were the guests. So I wanted to like it. I really did. And we didn't like it because what their shtick is, they do bad improv comedy on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like it's purposely not fun or funny. Mm -hmm. And let me just play you from the latest episode a couple examples of that. That's kind of what this is. To me, it's a little bit like Hello from the Magic Tavern in uh, um, uh, a like a camp, like a sleepaway camp, because this is where the movies go. Yes. So um, uh, that is this wildly popular show that everybody likes. This guy going, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I got a joke, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And then here's another clip. 
this show I was listening to from Hollywood Handbook. I'm going back because this is there's a different so, one. So much backlash. Different yeah, than the one you reviewed. Correct. This is okay. episode 253. I'm going back. There's so much backlash. People are like, you don't get it. Everyone's telling us we didn't get the jokes and it's over our heads and we're dummies. And there's like a weird generational thing going on too, which I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like millennials are saying you you uh, boomers. Don't understand these jokes. Okay. Yeah, I know. Here is them setting up this hilarious premise that goes on forever of how they're going to make their vacation a lot of fun. And we're in the sunglass hut at the mall, and we've all agreed, and you can't say no, that we are basically going to each not be allowed to look in the mirrors and we're gonna buy a pair of sunglasses for each other crazy ones. Crazy for fun. Because we're going on vacation. Yeah. You know, uh, so and you have to wear them the whole vacation you can't look at a mirror the entire time or in the ocean. You can't see them on your face. Obviously you can see the glasses we're not blindfolded or anything. Yes. But a lot of times so much of it is about face shape and do the frames complement your structure and you could be surprised when you put them on yeah a pair that look great on the shelf or great on your friend on you they just don't work and so you can only know what it looks like when everyone gets the boy scrapbook then you know that's right what when you get the your photos. sunglasses and we're not like. trying to be rude i i get that carl um face shape you know, I I would say that these guys' face shape is the shape that I'd like to punch in the fucking face. <laughs> this premise is we're gonna buy ridiculous sunglasses for each other. You're not allowed to look in the mirror to see what they look like on your face. Who gives a shit? Oh, there's, How is that possibly it's, fun? It's hearts and stars. How does it look on my face shape? Ah, I can't fucking take it. So this is the show that is wildly popular that all these people love. Let me read you some of the comments. This is from our website. From Leah Formby. She says, you got to be very dim to not get that the Hollywood Handbook guys are purposely doing bad improv. That's the crux of the joke, four exclamation points. Also, who the fuck doesn't know who Scott Ackerman is? Yeah, I, I crushed Andy for that, too. Yeah. He literally founded the biggest podcast. No, you know what? Andy Ackerman. thinks other people don't know who Scott Ackerman That's what, is. That's what I know. Andy yeah. exactly knows who that is. Yeah. He, he thought other yeah, people know. Yeah. But people know. Um, what is this? Oh, and Stitcher Premium had to create an ads version of Hollywood Handbook because listeners were upset that the paid subscription service provides ad-free content as an incentive to sign up. People were upset when the ads were taken out. Absolutely zero listeners fast forward through Hollywood Handbook ads. It's part of the show. And this is something that Crows pointed out to me after the fact, because he was on that show. He went to their subreddit, and people were gushing about how funny their ads were. Mm. These are people who are purposely saying the dumbest thing possible that's not funny, because that's what's funny. That's the joke. I, in, in the listener's mind. Okay. I mean, I, I, I know but like, Harmontown, their ads are funny and worked in a lot of the time. I mean, I... Baby. Catherine Bo Bathrin says, actually, it's nice and smart and cool and funny and being nice. <laughs> Tim Root. I love Tim Root. Actually. Tim Root says, I am so deeply embarrassed for you all. At least it's some comfort that your bad show will now have to shut down in shame. Because we didn't think Hollywood Handbook was funny. That's the end of WATP. I mean, all these... We have to shut it down. All these people are in from L.A., right? They must be. This is like Snowflake Nation. Yeah. 
everything about this is like, it's just fun and, and uplifting and everyone's having fun. We're all friends. This is like the, the bronies of podcast fans. This is like My Little Pony bullshit. Like, we're all just friends. Friendship is key. Let's love. <laughs> Fuck you. You guys suck. You're wasting my time. Nick uh, Salt says, the only thing these guys got right is that Cometown is indeed funnier than WATP. Agreed. Jen uh, Buchan says, when someone doesn't understand a joke, they don't usually make a podcast about it and broadcast it to the world. Joke's on you, dum-dums. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Eric Erickson, I love this guy. He writes, what a bunch of salty cunts in here this week. Uh, laugh my ass off. Great work. Duh, er, they're purposely doing bad improv. Well, congrats to them then. They're great at it. Not funny. Not funny. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for fucking understanding. Here's the problem. Here's the not funny jokes more. is not funny. Is there more? There's tons more. Go ahead. There's no such thing as bad improv. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is improv. You can't purposely do bad improv because it's all bad. <laughs> Matt Hall says, I can understand not liking the show, but the satire of handbooks seems to be going over your heads entirely. It's like looking at a clown and going, why does this fool paint his face? He looks ridiculous. What's with the enormous shoes? You look absurd. No one's going to take you seriously looking like that. Matt, thank you. You're exactly right. Clowns fucking suck. <laughs> there's nothing funny about clowns. And there's nothing funny about Hollywood Handbook. It's a garbage podcast for retards. Here's the funny. If the premise of your... The, I don't know what I just said. Here's the problem. Yeah. If the premise of your show is going over my head on a one-off, if I'm coming in and listening to one show and I don't get it, that's your fucking problem. Well, I agree with that. However, there are shows that I didn't love the first time I listened to them and I've come around on them and understood them. Because you didn't get the premise of it? Cometown, I thought, was ridiculous. Okay. And now I understand what they're doing and why it's funny. Hollywood Handbook is not Cometown. Hollywood Handbook are two idiots... <laughs> saying the dumbest thing possible all the time. I don't get why that's funny. Anyone can do that. Literally, oh, I said literally again. Fuck me. <laughs> literally anyone could do that. Emerson <laughs> Brenneman says, wow, listening to this was like overturning a rock. What a bunch of douchebags. Okay. I don't get that. Steve Davis says, the premise of the show depends on the existence of better podcasts. You guys can't even get jokes, let alone tell them. That's, no. that's bullshit because we've done a ton of shitty, shitty, shitty podcasts. Mark Mulder says, you lost me at nobody likes the improv thing. Might want to review that claim. I too remember a moment in my life when I didn't get the jewel that is Hollywood Handbook. It was a dark time in my past. Dude, if you like improv comedy, then you're, you're like a boring person. <laughs> That's a boring thing to enjoy, is improv comedy. <laughs> I know. It. I, I'm leaning into it a bit, but there are like certain improv things that I like, whatever. Andy Daughtry Not says, this. Eh, wrong. Hollywood Handbook is actually funny, smart, nice, and cool. <laughs> and being friends. It's really like fucking Brody Nation. Wrong. Sleep well, everypony, you fucking idiots. Uh, let's see. Curtis Lowe says, uh, oh, no, Curtis Lowe is on our, our side. I won't read that. He's a, he's a these good, are these are good one. like this is usually my favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, right. Where people like hate on us and and are funny about it. These are not these aren't even funny. 
Like their their no. comments, their comments are terrible. Their show isn't funny, and their listeners aren't funny. Their That's, listeners are not funny. Right? Yeah, this is not even funny. You know when a show's funny when you go into the subreddit. And the people are just fucking mean. Yeah. And they're so mean to everyone. You're like, okay, this show is funny. Yeah. These people get it. These assholes are like, hey, guys, it's about being friends and fun. Maybe give it another shot. One of the fucking things that they talk about all the time is hot dog. There's this Nick uh, Spanama says, hot dog, go to the bathroom. I guess that must be a reference to the show. Hilarious. Hot dog. They got you. Good one. Tom Sprout says, ew, wrong. This is very good show that's smart. <laughs> this good show smart. Alexander Riccicchio says, what really made this funny and really, really made it super funny was all the little sound drops and clips that really accentuated how poignant these guys' comments. People can't, re- people can't write. It makes me bad at reading. <laughs> very good, very funny. It made a very good point. I love this. I think that was uh, sarcasm. Anyway, why? Because it was a one star. That was that. Well, these are just these are just comments on our website. Oh, on the the show page. If you like or dislike any specific episode that we put out, you can go on our website. We get tons of comments. Do you have a hotline now too? Or there's a hotline. Yeah, if you're a big fan of Hollywood Handbook and you want to tell us what douchebag brother Reeves wants to call you, yeah, I'd be happy to play those. But let's go to the iTunes page, Joe, because. Mm We have been getting a ton of reviews lately. We are up to 304 one-star reviews. We've broken the 300 Coming mark. Coming for you, Rap. And I will tell you, well, we're nowhere near Rappaport. <laughs> I will tell you that the Hollywood Handbook folks definitely came out in droves to shit on us. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just read this one from August 31st from Malone. This podcast just copies everything he did before. This show has no format and just says bro and says douche-like things all the time. They use terrible equipment and it kills the audio quality. I can't believe someone would actually put ads on this show. Thank goodness this show has that chef guy to provide some humor. Wait, that's not this show. Oh, well, screw it. I'm not going to work to put up anything else. I've already typed this much. I'm spent. Google me, damn it. I don't, I don't even get it. Talk, it's talking like about Opie. Opie. Yeah, yeah talking about Opie. He's like trying to make it like our this show is like Opie's show. Yeah, he was, he was reviewing Opie's show on I mean, our. I caught it, page. but it's like that's terrible. All right, Red Smith says, "Just wow, this talentless douche and whoever he has guest hosting each week brilliantly deconstruct other talentless hacks podcasts. The assessments of Corolla, Opie Stern, and Bonnie and Rich nail what is wrong with the shows and is usually narcissism." I mean, who are these podcasts? That's a five-star review, calling me a talentless douche, which I love. I was going to say, I know, what I like about that is they've <laughs> yeah. clearly listened to multiple episodes. Yes. Uh, and then there's that one, Unfunny and Lazy 2. Then there's one that's... Um, there's a, no way. Somebody said that this show's lazy. Yeah, Not when I'm fucking on it. Exactly. I pointed that out earlier. <laughs> Laziness is not our problem. Although there are many problems. Yeah. This one says, Carl sucks. It's Carl with a C... And sucks without the K. <laughs> Carl sucks. Yes, I stopped using K's in a protest against Carl and his show. <laughs> Screw him and everybody who looks like him. Down with WATP. Five stars. Yeah, well. Swag1982. This guy gets it. Fix in the world. This guy gets it. What a waste of time, one star from Hollywood Big Shot. I really wanted to like this podcast, but the hosts are painfully unfunny. Instead of being playfully antagonistic, like how did this get made? 
Who are these podcasts comes across as petty and purposely obtuse? Ooh, it's the first time I've been called obtuse. Mm -hmm. That's a new one. Uh, Killustrator gave us five stars. Thank you. Retired Broker gave us five stars. Appreciate that. Not This Brett gave us five stars. Sorry, I'm just going through here. They deserve a mention. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of five-star reviews. I only focus on the one star. Um, Is everything a question? The host who I haven't invested enough time to learn his name, is always yelling a question in a surprise voice. It grinds my gears, but I can't stop listening to it. In short, five stars, but the host is painfully forgettable. You are always like, what are we doing? <laughs> well, who is this show? Is going? Who are these podcasts? <laughs> All right. Joe, we got a lot more to get through. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the joke. Says something, something blurg. These guys are very funny and smart and nice and definitely understand comedy and aren't sad ghouls stuck in a bygone era coasting off other people's work. Who needs audio quality or funny jokes when you just call other people retards? <laughs> and that's a one-star review. Sometimes that's all you need. Uh, very bad one-star. Not good. A bunch of foul-mouthed bullies with a painfully hacky soundboard gossiping about podcasts they don't like. Rude. Hot dog. Go to bathroom. So this is obviously yeah, a Hollywood Hollywood handbook, handbook fan, yeah. and I love that we're being called rude and bullies. Oh, totally agree. Mm-hmm. That is the format of the show. Mm-hmm. We we are rude, yeah. assholes. But you can't say that our soundboard is good. We have the best fucking soundboard. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Have you guys heard fucking Body McFarlane now on the soundboard? Ah! I can't fucking take it. I mean, this this fucking soundboard is... All of it's bad. None of it's good. It's also live, on the fly. I am going... Yeah, you know, I was voted in high school, most likely to do drops in real time. <laughs> and they were right, man. No, that My classmates nailed it. I do drops in real time. Joe can attest to it. Hit him mm-hmm. up on Twitter. Yeah. He'll tell you. Yeah, find me on Twitter. Good luck. I will tell you that the soundboard has gotten so good that I'm not going to have guest hosts anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be me and the soundboard. At some point, I'll just be talking to Gilbert well, Godfrey. Well, put yourself in a in a corner on a single camera and just <laughs> fucking hit drops. Um, all right, this one is uh, boring. Uh, if you like unfunny, poorly informed people whining at length about things they hate, maybe you will like this. I'm not poorly informed. I like it. <laughs> this one says lazy edgelord garbage. One star. Edgelord. <laughs> Total waste of time unless you think Joe Rogan is the height of podcasting and you really like Opie and Anthony. Turns out this bad podcast about bad podcasts is way worse than any of the shows they claim to not like. Uh, I like that review. <laughs> That's weird. If you if you think Joe Rogan is the height of podcasting and you really like Opie and Anthony, Joe Rogan is the number one podcast in the world. Yeah. And Opie and Anthony was the funniest radio show to ever exist. Yeah. So, yeah. My only complaint Good. with Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast is that it's very long because he'll go a long time. He does go a long time. It's yeah. tough to get through. Yeah. Um, all right, so Greasy Elf Wizard from August 24th says, This show has more one-star reviews on iTunes than likes on Facebook. And that's true. <laughs> that is very true. This show contributes so little to podcasting that it's actually a net negative. It's a bunch of unclever guys who pick apart other people's hard work just for the sake of being haters. The audio sounds like it was recorded on a cell phone. <laughs> There was that time you called it on your cell phone. <laughs> they play a Simpson soundboard over clips of podcasts. 
These guys are haters, fakers, and wannabe funny men and don't deserve any of the attention they desperately crave by trying to start beef. It sounds like we have attention, though. Yeah, it does. It sounds like we have attention that we don't deserve. They don't. We don't deserve any of this attention. Yeah. Here's one from YKS Fanboy that says, oof, one star. I think they're joking. Either way, punching up the show is more successful and much funnier than yours only works if you have some insight or talent of your own to showcase. The premise of a meta show critiquing podcast could be funny. Most of what's happening on the shows they review go way over their heads. Note to other Gen Xers out there, stick to what you know, like writing scathing Yelp reviews or vlogging your trip to Best Buy. I like how millennials think they invented podcasts. I know. <laughs> well, it's funny, too. I, I like that last line. Stick to what you know, writing scathing Yelp reviews or vlogging your trip to Best Buy. That, that's a funny line. And I appreciate that. If you're going to shit on us and you want to make fun of us, that, that works for you. This, what's weird to me, though, is that there is, and I, I hate doing the generational thing. I, I work with almost all millennials. I love them. I, I have no problem with this generation of people. Mm -hmm. But these specific people who are fans of Hollywood Handbook yeah. have grown up in this fucking world where everything is made out of, of soft cotton. Yeah. And you cannot fall and hurt yourself. And everything is fun and friendly and wee. <laughs> it's so boring. These people are just boring. Yep. They're boring assholes. Yep. Oh, this is a good one. I think this is the last one I'm going to I'm going to read. This this one takes the cake. From Stereo 13 says, "Hi, one star. This is the worst thing produced by humans since the humans that produced the hosts of this podcast." <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> actually, you know, I think that that actually deserves uh some soundboard treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Being Joe. the worst at something is, you know, an accomplishment. Ask Ed Wood. I, I believe that uh, Kurt Cobain once said, I'm worst at what I do best, and for this gift, I feel blessed. <laughs> is that fucking Jet Xer of me or what? I know, a fucking Nirvana lyric. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Quick shout out to No Agenda, one of my favorite podcasts. They uh, plugged our show on their most recent episode and put us on their live feed uh, we have uh, on the stream noagendastream.com coming up we have uh, who are these podcasts which is a fun show to listen to deconstructing podcasts on the stream noagendastream.com that's my buddy Adam Curry we really appreciate the plug thanks Adam thanks to John C. Dvorak alright I will tell you that I listened to Opie's last show. He was on with uh, Scott Farrell, who just recently joined oh, yeah. Westwood One. Yeah, I love Farrell. Yeah, I didn't find anything interesting mm. from the conversation because I just like Farrell. Yeah. So there was really nothing worth clipping. So we're going to take a break from Opie this week. Yeah. Which means that it's time for... The teaser. Joe, this is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. <laughs> do you know why we do this? Uh, it's like if you uh, love Crystalia and you hated this show, maybe you'll like what we do next week. Oh, I don't expect any of Crystalia's fans to be sticking around past this episode. But yes, that is the reason. We want to tell, let you know that we're going to move on. We're not going to talk about Crystalia anymore. I'm sure he's a wonderful person and all of his fans are great people. 
Next week, we'll be reviewing a totally different podcast. We're going in a very different direction. Here's a clip from that show. So I go to the fucking box guy next to the Arab. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, in Australia. He's like, that'll be like 100 bucks. I'm like, yeah. fucking hey, I'm not sending it. I'm not doing that. 100. 100. He's like, but if you go to the post office, it should be cheaper. So I look it up. All right, post office, like the flat rate, mm-hmm. international is like $24. Okay. So I go there. And you know it's all Asians working. Oh, oh my God! Already, you know, get international. Asian people are coming for you, Brandon. <laughs> Just remember. And as we're, I'm standing in line. Mm-hmm. The guy behind me is like, hey, "I'll tell you something, man." I went to Australia once. I went stupid. down under, if you know what I mean. He had to start already. So, um, the thunder from down under. <laughs> You following this at all? No, it sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tuning out. Very I'm glad I'm not doing that one. I was just watching you get bored <laughs> during that 40 second time. clip. This show is a show called Liquor License. It's an episode number 160, Earl of Bud. Let me guess, that's a lesbian reference. From August 27th. No, it's it's about drinking. Oh, okay. August 27th, 2018. Joe, I had to do this show. This suggestion came in from three different listeners, Christian, Luke, and Tom. Mm. And Luke specifically, who's from Depew, New York. Have you heard of that? Yeah. It's home of my favorite Mighty Taco mm. in the world. <laughs> it's right off of the uh, the 90 Yeah, for all you local folks who know what the fuck we're talking about. So these are people who love to hate listen to this podcast. They think it's the worst show ever. Mm. And they've all written me and said, you have to review so Liquor License. the room of podcasts? Apparently, it's just the worst fucking show. Okay. And so, this is the show we're going to listen to. People will be excited. It's the first time in a while that we're doing a very indie, you know, a, a show that people don't know about. It's not uh, high nobody profile. Famous. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody famous not in it. network. We used to do this a lot. We haven't done it a lot recently. We're getting back to... A show that nobody's ever heard of. It's not going to bring in any new listeners to our show. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. But if it makes Luke and Christian and Tom happy, then I'm happy to do it. Joe, you should see this fucking email that I got oh from, my God. from Luke. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes into... That's convincing. You don't even have to read that to be convinced. I didn't. It's too much. It's too many words. I don't read that many words, but... That's, he, what, that's like 10 paragraphs. It's 10 paragraphs on why I should do this show... And why we should be um, reviewing it. Apparently, these guys are from Buffalo. They moved to L.A. to become yeah. uh, famous whatevers. And they've failed miserably at that. Oh. And now they just drink they a lot. That? Oh, and the show, podcast. not the guys that suggested it. No, the guys who suggested it still live in <laughs> Buffalo. They're, they're still hanging out in western New York like yeah, us. Right. No, gotcha. it's... it's uh, these dummies who do this show apparently is uh, is just garbage. Yeah, okay. And even when I, I just wrote him back, I said thanks for the suggestion. He had to fucking write me back another eight paragraphs. So this obviously is uh, very important for us to to get to. Well, even if you didn't read it, they were convincing. So good job, guys. Yes, actually, I should point that out. We get a lot of podcast suggestions. We appreciate that. Send your suggestions watpshow at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail or tweet. I will tell you that if you get multiple people to suggest a show, yeah. that will probably get us to pay attention yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. The, we, we have a pretty good list right now of ones that we need to get to, and we will over time. 
But if you want to get moved up to the top, get all of your friends and family <laughs> to write in and tell us what show we should be listening to next. And I'll just plug uh, Chris D'Elia's Follow the Leader tour, watch Alone Together, Jesus check Christ. out his Congratulations podcast, and I, I his just, upcoming Netflix special. I get it. Like You're doing a show, you want to promote yourself, but there was nothing else going on. Eh. He read his sponsors, reads, he talked about where he's going to be and what shows he's on, and there was he's, no content. He's coming, he's coming to Buffalo, you know. We reviewed his podcast, Carl. You don't have to keep shitting on <laughs> Yes, I do. That's what I do. He's coming to Buffalo. Follow the leader chart. Go so, see Chris D'Elia. So please, everyone out there in Ponyland, join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Who fucking cares? Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? If you listen to it. Your wife had vagina stitches in her. Ew. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Bonnie shit's great. When I uh, went to see Steve Martin and Martin Show last night, they did about two hours. They had a whole segment where they did other people's jokes, other comedians' jokes, and they would show the picture of the person up on the big screen, yeah. and then tell their funny. Like they had uh, Stephen Wright. Yeah. They had anyone you could think of. It was like, all the top comedians, and they were just getting laughs from other people's jokes. <laughs> what the. Like, I could do that. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys ever heard of Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, he once said. That's, I mean, I guess it's a funny bit. That's a, It worked. People you'll fill time. It. Yeah. yeah fill right. a lot of time. <laughs> People laughed. I've never seen anything like that before.